Yes, Sonic Yogi, welcome back. How are you? Have you been enjoying your live streams on Insight Time? Uh, uh, I think it was last Friday uh, you were talking about, you know, gut health as well and probiotics and stress as well. It's been interesting. How's that going for you? Uh, it's going well. Everybody's really been interested in that topic. Um, a little more than I thought thought the reaction would be. So I'm, I'm happy to share. That's amazing. And you had uh, you had a big audience turnout. Six six hundred people came onto that stream. I saw. Yeah, it was a very nice turnout and um, a lot of interest. And I think people curious about that. Um, and so I was just talking about how gut health really was something that impacted my healing with anxiety. Mm. Yeah, I've suffered anxiety and depression. Actually, funny about depression, I never knew I had it. I was just feeling down. I've had anxiety since I was a kid. Um, mm. I think uh, as you get older, your anxiety decreases for some reason. Yeah, sometimes it does. I think we get older, we get used to our our uh, patterns of life. Have you tried the Dr. Joe Dispenza breaking the habit of being yourself meditation? I don't know the meditation specifically. I know the book, though, and um, I went to one of his seminars in Atlanta a few years ago and went through all all of the meditations and so yeah i really like his work um good stuff yeah i, I did his meditation as well you know um i'm doing a 30-day uh mind movie challenge by stress fit so different topics so twice a day i'll look at my mind movie morning and night so i, I i'm interested in the whole vision board as well nice and so with the mind movie, how does that work? So basically, if you want to manifest, just say money, you put videos of wealth or photos, quotes, you just got to feel it and believe mm. it and don't rush it to, I've had to learn patience. When I was practicing the law of attraction, I wanted it like that. Mm -hmm. and I was getting frustrated. You know, I've had to learn, just let it go let things happen you know that's what the secret should have taught us it didn't teach us properly it's just the secret by Rhonda Byrne said you could just sit on your bed and visualize a Maserati and it's going to come mm -hmm. what's your have you seen the secret um I, I think I did see it a while back but I, I can't say that I remember all the details or whatever um so, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. It, it takes hard work as well. And then having a vision and, um, like you said, patience. And, uh, you know, you trust the universe and do your best. Mm. I like your background. That you yeah, got. What is it? What is it? Yeah. It's... Uh, it's just some different mandala shapes and there's the, um, that's like a, uh, what do you call it? Sonic, um, or a geometric sacred geometric symbol, the Sri Yantra, which, uh, interlocking triangles and some different 
colors here. I think they're like the colors of the chakras. Nice. Green and orange and yellow. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Looks good on the, when you're doing the live stream as well with the guitar. Uh, do you plan to do more Tibetan uh, singing bowls on Insight Timer? Publishing more more of that stuff? Because I love Tibetan bowls. And you've got a Tibetan bowl that you wanted to demonstrate today? Yeah, I have my whole set here. Um, and so there's the big one. Here's a small F-sharp singing bowl. That is so cool. So what's the difference? You got F sharp, C sharp. Is that different sound frequencies? Yeah, exactly. So the different notes that we know in music are different hertz as well. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, the C sharp would be 136 hertz and so when you say hertz that just means how many vibrations per second um so yeah our, all of our different notes that we're used to in music are really actually mathematical calculations when you're live streaming uh tibetan bowls on you know live on insight timer I know because I've seen some teachers try to live stream music and the audio quality can sound shit. How do you overcome that if your internet's down as well? Yeah, well, I, I think I've had good good luck with it. Um, I'm on a um, fiber, Google fiber connection. So it's super high speed. Um, so I don't, that's never been an issue. And then I'm using my iPad with um, a Shure stereo mic plugged mm -hmm. into it. And and so it should be a stereo signal that everyone's hearing there. Because mm. it sounds and, good when you when you play the guitar, like actually, because not a lot of musicians live stream uh, mm. performance because it's the audio quality. I mean, if they're going to play on a TV, they do it pre-recorded. Right. But that's amazing that you can do get good uh or good sound on a live yeah thank you i i can uh, show you a little bit of my sound setup if you'd like to see it mm. um I'll, I'll just move the camera for everyone and basically what i'm doing here is i have um i have my computer over here to the side and then i use this novation controller for some effects nice and, and it's my mixer as well. So if I touch it there, you can see that these are record. I can hit, get different volumes, just like a mixer. Um, and then I have Ableton Live on my computer. And then I have all of my bowls down wow. here. And then on either side, I have um, over here, I have a Fishman amplifier and on the other side i have a fishman amplifier as well and i'm going to back out a little bit so you can see and you can see i have 
um, crystal bowls, a gong, have a charango from South America. And then of course I play my guitar, so. Wow, that is cool. That's a nice setup you got. Yeah, thank you. Is Ableton, I use Logic Pro 10. I'm a Logic user. Nice. That's how I mix my uh, music. But I, I mastered all my stuff online with BandLab. Online okay. mastering's easy. Do you master all your stuff yourself? Yeah, I use um, I use some of the mastering plugins in Ableton, and then I'll EQ it, and then I use um, Alphonic. Yes, yes, that's and, good. Um, so I try to you know give myself like a week after I think I finish the mix though to do the master. Mm -hmm. um, just so my ears have equalized and then I usually compare and contrast with some other recordings to make sure I'm in the right um, range with my EQ and everything. Alphonic's good and I thank you for recommending that to me because I use that when we do our, our podcast because Zoom's got good audio quality uh, when, when I'm doing it on the phone. But is there monitors you can get that can bring someone else's phone call up 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 louder or or you can't like for a podcast yeah well i think you could do it you know post-production with the alphonic but i'm not sure like in real time what what would mm. be a good solution like on in the radio stations as well they have like a monitor it's all stuff i'm experimenting with alphonic's good there's also a free one called the Levelator. Uh, I use that too. Mm, I'll have to check that out. Yes, I'll send that to you. Cool. You know, but uh, yeah, Allphonic gets a bit pricey because you got to pay per credit too. Yeah, I did that for a couple of years and then I finally went ahead and splurged and bought the desktop version. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a few hundred dollars, but um, considering you don't have to pay for it again, it's worth it. So can you buy a desktop version? Because I'll put a link in the description for people who are in interested in Alphonic. I know I am. Yeah, there is a desktop version available from their website. That is so cool. And that's a one-off purchase? Yes. Exactly. And do you do you download that or or do you use it online? Download it, yep. Um, and that's the other thing that makes it more convenient. You don't have to do all of the upload and then wait for the download. So it's much faster. Yeah, definitely be looking into that as well. But uh, yeah, if, if there is a if you if you ever ran out of money, you can use the Levelator. It's free. It's just as ah. good. You just got to muck around with the file because you got to use a AIFF file, and then I've got to then click and convert it to an MP3 again. So it's a bit of a bit of mucking around, but at least with all phonic, I can just drag an MP3 or a wave, and uh, it will upload it for me, which is awesome. And uh, since then, you know, I'm always looking. Are you going to do another course on Insight Timer or? You're just concentrating on the live streaming. 
right now I've been focused on the live stream and then I have a circle there as well. Uh, and I'm doing a course by um, Zoom later in the month. So I've been focusing on those things, but I do have another course in my mind. So um, I'll get to work on that as well. Mm -hmm. I've been, uh, you know, during my sleep listening to Native American flute music, actually. I love that stuff. Have you played uh, any Native American flute? Yes. Um, and I actually have some here if you want to hear it. Yeah. Just so demonstrate. So what instrument is it? How does this work, this instrument? So this instrument is um, fairly simple. It's kind of similar to a recording. So you blow in here. Mm -hmm. And then air, of course, goes in this part and then it comes up over a little hump and then it comes out of across sort of. A, I don't know what you would call it, a flat part there, and that's mm -hmm. kind of where the sound happens um, and then it goes down. And then, of course, wherever you put your fingers shortens mm -hmm. the length of the tube. And so as the length of the tube is shorter, the note goes higher. So, so how, how much are they worth, uh, Sonic Yogi? Are they expensive? They're not super expensive. I don't actually remember how much this one cost. I think it was around $200. And can they go uh, higher in price as well, depending on the wood quality? They can, but they're not around i mean i guess it depends on the maker and, and all of those kinds of things but you know two or three hundred dollars would be a very very expensive flute um most of them you can probably get between around a hundred dollars my clarinet uh made out of grandilla wood and that's about one was two thousand five hundred and one was one thousand about about the same because they're using wood mm, yeah and it's made in what Yamaha. I got a Yamaha made in Japan, and a buffet was made in France. So the quality goes up as well. But with the, these instruments, do they just take them down from a tree? Because it's interesting. That yeah, it's so a cool. Question. This one is made out of cedar wood. Wow. And you can see a little bit of a steam in it. So I assume that he took two halves and then um put them together and do you have to oil it no what about so, cleaning how, how 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 do you how do you clean them i never clean it <laughs> i i wipe it down every now and again that's awesome so how does the notes work on it so this one just has um a few different holes so it's basically a pentatonic scale mm
That's nice. That is really nice. And you're just improvising. Is that is that correct? Yep. Um, typically, what I do, I just improvise every time I play, and that way I never have to remember anything. No, that's nice. I, all, all uh, I think all native uh, American flute music is improvised. It is. Mm-hmm. What about uh, you, you? Do you? Do, I've noticed you got meditations on the guitar as well. Mm-hmm. How does that work? Uh, do you just improvise, or do you have have a melody that you want to want to play? A little bit more structured there. So usually I come up with a um, like the day of the the live events on Inside Timer, for example, I'll come up with a couple of chords and maybe a basic melody, and then I improvise. So it's a little bit like jazz where you have a little bit of an idea mm-hmm. uh, and then you improvise. Because on the album B, The Love That You Seek, that's some good uh, meditation music as well. Are you going to publish your albums to Insight Timer or do you just uh, keep that a separate thing? I've published individual tracks and um, they don't really have a function where you can publish the album mm-hmm. as a whole. So I just publish track by track. Um, every track I didn't feel was appropriate for Inside Timer. Mm-hmm. So some of them I, I held back. That's amazing. And uh, what about courses? What are you going to do like another sound healing course or something else? Yeah, I, um, I have another sound healing course and each of my courses so far has been sort of focused around sound for relaxation, sound for healing from stress and, you know, how that really helps that process. So the next course is, is, going to take that another step and sort of explaining how that works, but also giving people something to practice with. And after the response from the live session with the gut health, I may do that as well. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, pe- people, uh, have, have you gotten any bookings on one-on-ones lately? On Insight Timer? I've had some. Awesome. And and I've got um, a group class coming up, which is my first group class, which is, you know, in the same function on Insight Timer. So um, so I'm, you know, moving forward and kind of seeing how that goes. And to the audience, go and book a one-on-one session with Sonic Yogi, and he will help you change your life like he did with the courses. Definitely. I always put a link into your insight timer in the, in the description so people can book on one-to-one with you. But uh, yeah, how, has the one-on-one helped you a lot? How do you feel about one-on-one sessions? In, in the app? Yeah. It, it, has it helped me in terms of? Like uh, financially versus the live streaming, has it been better for you? Um, no, I wouldn't say it has. It's, uh, I feel like it's in a bit of the experimental phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't say that it's really been much of an impact in that way for me, particularly. 
Um, I'm just happy to have the opportunity to offer it to the people that are interested. And, um, you know, so we'll see how it goes, I guess. But um, yeah, it's it's been good. So I've got the, you know, I'll offer the lives where people can donate. And so I appreciate when people support me that way. That's nice. And um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's so cool, uh, the donate. Don't, guys, don't forget to donate to Sonic Yogi on Insight Timer as well when he goes live as well. Yeah, no, your, your live streams are good. I enjoy your talks as well. Thank you. You got any more, more talks coming up or is it just going to be sound healing work? Um, I've, well, right now on the schedule is sound healing, but I'm going to try to do a talk or two every month. Mm -hmm. So mostly sound for me, like maybe I'll do four of those and then maybe two talks um, in the live sessions. And so I have topics with the talks that, that are things that I'm passionate about and that I think also fit in with the idea of the frequency and the sound and mm -hmm. how that also impacts us with meditation. That is awesome. Yeah, Tibetan bowls are amazing. They're so relaxing as well. Yeah, I love the, love the sound of them. You know, music, music is good for the mind, body, and soul. I wanted to ask, why do we have stress? Stress is not good. Right. Um, that's a good question. And I think you asked this in one of the lives as mm. well, right? Um, well, a little bit of stress is okay, right? Like, mm -hmm. and we actually are going to need it in, in certain instances, which was, is why our body has the capacity to, you know, create adrenaline and cortisol and these chemicals that allow us to respond to situations really quickly. So if we're out in the wild and we need to get away from a wild animal, then those chemicals allow us to move out of that situation really quickly. Um, where it becomes problematic is if we are triggering stress responses chronically. And so this is what I cover in some of my courses. And at that level, one begins to look at it really in terms of our psychology too. And we, um, can get into a pattern of creating stress mm. chronically and unconsciously. And so um, many of many times these are learned habit patterns that are from when we're young. And so we continue to go through life with the same perspectives and worldview and view of ourselves even. And so then we're because of those habit patterns of perception, we continually trigger the body to trigger these stress responses over and over. And so over time, of course, we all know that stress is not good for our physical body over long periods of time. Um, whereas when you're, you know, you experience stress really quickly because of a 
intense situation that you need to either escape from or, or flee or fight, um, then that stress typically comes and then goes um, really quickly. And are you going to be recording any more albums or you're taking a, taking a break from that? Um, no, I'm actually going to, I've actually already begun recording um, another album and I'm planning to release it after the first of the year. Mm-hmm. And so I'll begin mixing and all of that soon. So I'll have a few months to work on that. Wow. Look forward to hearing that. Thank you. Yeah. And guitar meditation, because you're a classical guitarist. Do you have your guitar? I do. Um, I'll have to go over and, uh, yeah. and get it. Got yeah. just a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll leave you with the sound of a bowl. Sweet. Awesome. So what type of guitar is that uh, made out of? This is a Godin guitar, which is spelled G-O-D-I-N. Mm-hmm. And um, they're a maker from Canada. Wow. And I've had it for about a year. So is that made in Canada? Yeah. Man, that's nice. How much are they worth? Um, a couple thousand dollars. This one I bought used, so it was a little cheaper. Um, So on Ableton, I, I usually set myself with a little beat. Thank you. 
That's nice. Thank you. So that's an original of yours. Yeah, just now. Um, I, so I, I played off of two chords and, mm -hmm. and improvised a few things. And so I, on Ableton, I have a looper. And so I can create some little layers of sound and, and a nice relaxing atmosphere that way. It's so good, all these technology now, we can uh, do all these stuff. You know, remember the old days of cassette tapes? You couldn't do that back then. You had to know you, all your craft. But I wonder yeah. if lo Logic can do that. It should. It should be able to. I, I seem to remember some different controllers for Logic similar to Ableton. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you, what do you like better about Ableton? Has that been your DAW? Yeah, it has been for for about 10 years at least. And I like the fact that it has two views. Mm -hmm. So you have the normal DAW view where you have your track going from left to right. And then you in Ableton, you also have another screen option where you have your tracks going vertically. And then you also, and then within those vertical tracks, you have basically like cells, like cells of a spreadsheet. Mm. And so you can record in those cells and then begin to mix and match them, them. And you can do that in real time. Are you using a mixing board or do you, because when I mix, I just use my mouse and I use mm. the mixer on Logic. Do you have a, have a USB mixer or do you do everything on the, on your, on Ableton? I do most everything by the mouse. Um, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Keep um, it simple. Yeah, I do have this Novation controller that I use for live. Mm -hmm. um, so I can do, you know, volume and fades and stuff like that with that, but there would be no, no need for it. When uh, what type of guitar strings are you using? So these are Diodario. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I like them. How often do you have to change them? Not as often on a nylon string. A steel string guitar, you want to change it probably, you know, every couple of weeks. With mm -hmm. nylons, you can go for a couple of months. Uh, do you use stuff to clean clean them, or do you just let them? Um, I don't. I, um, you know, I could. Uh, there, there are um, things that you can spray on them that are supposed to be good for string life and also keep you from uh, making a lot of noise when, mm -hmm. when you move your fingers. Um, but I don't use that. Yeah. String, also weather as well. I used to find uh, steel strings in the summertime, which just corrode so quick. Mm -hmm. Air yeah. conditioning or if it's muggy. I mean, yeah. A lot of uh, like uh, you know rock bands, they change their strings every gig. Sure, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I believe um, Tommy Emmanuel changes his every every time. Mm. I assume you're familiar with him. Yes, you know he can't read music. I've heard that. Yeah, but he's amazing. 
What about you? You 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 read music as a classical guitar player. Mm-hmm. What about tablature? Did you like tablature? I used it when I was starting out, mm-hmm. um, and tablature's fine. The, the only drawback to it versus reading music is it basically tells you where to put your fingers, mm. so it limits you. But if you're reading music on the guitar, mm-hmm. then you can choose different ways of playing the same note. Mm. They used to confuse the crap out of me when I was younger. Because I think, well, where am I going to play it on the neck? Down here, yeah. up here. You know, because some of the tablature books, they're, they're not written properly. And then you, you're, you've got to jump. So, yes, reading music has an advantage to find where is it easier. It's same on the clarinet. There's so many different fingerings, but you just you just find, okay, what's going to work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just practice. Yeah. Um, the guitar is probably not the most natural instrument for reading music mm. because there's there are so many different ways to play something. So when you're trying to read in real time, you have to sort of figure out your fingering at the same time. Mm. A lot of guitars play by ear. Mm-hmm. Like transcribing, I mean, that was done way before the internet you just listen to a record and phrase by phrase did you transcribe in university i did yeah not in university but um after i finished school i taught guitar for a while and a lot of the times people would just bring in the music they want to learn mm. and so in their lesson i would figure it out um and then help them learn it because we had to tra- I had to transcribe a cello and piano piece and actually notate it. Mm. So it, for me, it was hard. Uh, the first one I did was a jazz piece, and it was very, like, off the beat. Mm. But you learn all those little tricks. Yeah, that sounds like a challenging it is. exercise. Yeah. But uh, no, it's because uh, guitar players do it if they wanted to work out a solo. Mm-hmm. You know, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. It's a nice guitar, that. Yeah, thank you. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. And I also have a, um, another instrument, if you'd like to see it. It's called the Charango. Sure. So this one I got in South America. That's got steel string, is it? Nylon as well. And so this one, it's got um, two strings where every single string would go. And then the middle string has an octave. And so... What about if you want to get higher up the fret? How does that sound? Do you ever play higher up? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I usually don't go this high, but it's almost as high as a violin. So, 
Yeah. Is that because the the frets are frets are like too small, and then you, you know when you get big fingers, it gets harder to hit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, once you get up here, the frets are are really pretty small. Mm. I like it. Yeah, thank you. So are they expensive to buy? Um, so this one I bought in a little market in Cusco mm -hmm. and it was around 120 US dollars, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was an amazing deal. And I don't know if you can see the workmanship on this. Wow. But it's, Really nice, um, really nice wood um, on the headstock and everything. And it looks like, um, I'll describe it a little bit for the people that are listening. It looks a little bit like a gourd on the back, kind of a rounded back. And each each piece is a strip of wood that's been put, put together. Um, and, you, and you record that for your meditations? Yeah. Um, so I've used this in the meditation some and and... I just recorded a couple of tracks using this one. Nice. I like it. No, I think you're doing good work. I look forward to hearing more, more stuff on Insight Timer for you, from you. Thank you. Especially with Tibetan bowls. Have you looked at more uh, shamanic drumming? Um, I, I have actually a track with drums, and I have some drums here. I have a drum I bought in Peru as well. Um, and so, yeah, I love drumming. It's, it's awesome. It's good, good for the uh, brain. And you're saying too on the live stream that people who meditate, they have these brainwave states or something like that. Mm -hmm. So we have different brain, you know, brainwave states, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. And so when we bring our brainwaves down into um, alpha and theta, those are generally more meditative. Whereas beta, which is a little bit faster state, is our normal waking state. And then delta would be our normal sleep state. Yeah, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about that in breaking the habit of being yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes takes time to change those those uh, brain uh, chemical states in your brain. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, in Buddhism, I did a Vipassana meditation course, mm -hmm. and they call them samskaras, which are basically habit patterns of your mind. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they just, samskara, I guess, could be translated as a scar of the mind. And so one of the analogies is that you could have a line in the sand, which would, of course, go away easily if you um, rubbed your hand over it. Then you could have a line say in some mud but then it dries up and it so it's going to be a little harder to get that line to to go away mm. then you could have a, a line and a chiseled into a piece of rock and so that analogy is kind of about the way we use our minds and sort of solidify our own mental habit patterns um, so when we meditate um, and come down into some of these lower brainwave states 
those lower brainwave states are actually the same brainwave states that we're naturally in when we're children in mm-hmm. our childhood development. And so it can help us to re-enter these states and actually begin to become aware of these patterns, these habit patterns, and then begin to notice them and make changes. Exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. It's interesting. Yeah, antidepressants too. Like they can only do so much to your brain, but they do have side effects. They can mm-hmm. be loading. I know that from experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so I th- I think it's um, I've I've experienced that as well. I went on some briefly after a time of really intense anxiety many years ago and um, kind of challenging to, to get off of them after about a year. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I think there's, there's so many angles to address our mental health. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah. There's only so much they can do for you as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the end of the day you got to find your own um find your own way out yeah yeah exactly and so for me that that's where i really picked up all of these things with learning about the singing bowls and meditative music and then um as i just talked about the gut health and mental health and some of these different areas of course along with yoga and meditation helped me to, you know, address that in different areas. And I found that as I kind of started to put the puzzle piece of all of these different therapies for myself, um, it, it really added up um, to, to helping. Yeah, Sonic Yogi was an amazing episode today. And thanks for showing the audience your instruments as well. I'll put a link to your insight timer so they can book the one-on-ones or attend your live streams as well. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? No, always a pleasure to be with you, Stephen. Thank you so much. It's always good.